Welcome to Gems of Motherhood. I'm your host, Sharon Khan. I'm here to connect you with some amazing gems of mothers from all walks of life. Each week, you'll hear interviews as well as resources and actionable tips that you can implement in your daily life to be the best gem God has called you to be. Thanks for walking this journey with me today. Please write us a review if you've enjoyed the show and stay tuned to the end of the show for a very special promo code from Cuckoo's Playhouse. Now let's get into episode five with Sarah Kirstenbach. One thing that we could use more of is more love, mm-hmm. um, more peace, more unity, more encouragement. So, Amen to that. And I mean, if we can do that for another mom who's going through just like a tough time, maybe she's not telling anybody about it, but it's consuming her thoughts or her emotions. I mean, wow. What a really beautiful, what a really beautiful thing you can bring into her world that day. Today, we have Sarah Kurtenbach to speak to us about why moms need each other. She's the founder of the KV Group LLC, a social media influencer marketing and tech growth consulting company. She's also the founder of an online ministry for millennial women called Move Her, which has the vision of building female leaders in faith. Welcome, Sarah. It's so good to have you on the show. Hi, Sharon. It is great to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Sarah, I am so excited to have you on today. Now, you have a 20-month-old son. And as I was thinking about this topic, you know, being a young mother like myself, (laughs) I, I remember when I first became a mother like two and a half years ago, I was pretty much clueless about everything. I started joining mom groups, tried to find different communities, but it helped me incredibly. Being a young mother like yourself, why do you think it's important for us to have each other? Yeah. Well, okay. So I'll tell you, Sharon, I always... I believe and feel that women are in desperate need of two core things. Number one, we're in desperate need of having more Jesus in our life. And the second thing is we are desperate for other women. Like we need each other to survive in life. Mm -hmm. And I believe that we desperately need each other in every single stage of life that we're in. When you're, when you're a young single girl, you need other women in that life, uh, in your life during that time to hold you accountable. When you're engaged, you need other women as a wife, as a mom. So I think, first of all, we just all desperately need each other. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. I mean, I think community is so important and we are all about relationships, right? Yeah, yes, exactly. We're, it's all about relationships. And, and in reality, life is just better when you have other people to walk through it with. And you know, the other thing is as a young mom, like of course I have friends in all seasons of life, but it is really nice to have friends who are going through a similar season as you. Yeah. Um, Cause what I've, what I found as a, now a mom of a toddler and you know, when I was a mom of a newborn and just like you had no idea what I was doing and I had no idea it was going to be that hard. I found that I really desperately needed my mom friends to help me, to give me advice, to give me reality checks, to make me feel I wasn't alone in my feelings or what I was doing. Um, and so I, I just pray that, you know, I can also be someone that can constantly lift up other moms as well too, because for me, it was, it meant everything to me during that time. And it's what pushed me through when, when life was hard with the newborn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you're in North Dakota, am I right? Oh, very close. South Dakota. South Dakota. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, all good. I mean, we're, we're neighbors, so we love each other. <laughs> and, I mean, 
mean, how did you go about finding your community? Yeah, for sure. So I feel what's really fun is I have community of moms in multiple different areas of the U.S. because I have been able to live in different cities. So I grew up in South Dakota. Uh, so here I had friends from like high school and college and church. I moved to Atlanta right after college, lived, lived there for two years, made an amazing group of friends. And then I lived in New York City for four years, had a fun group of friends there. And what I found is um, in South Dakota, as you can imagine, in the Midwest, people tend to get married a little bit earlier and have kids a little bit earlier. So in South Dakota, I my uh, group of friends were kind of moms where we all started having kids at the same time, but most of them a little bit earlier before me. Mm -hmm. So they were amazing to be able to really help me as I walked through the path of like pregnancy. Uh, what do you even buy for your nursery? There's like a million things right. out there. Like, what do you actually need when it came to breastfeeding, when it came, mm. came to sleep training? I mean, all these things. <laughs> and then in uh, New York, LA and Atlanta, I had pockets of friends where we were, where when I was pregnant, I had so many friends in those cities where we were all pregnant at the same time as well to do. So I think it's kind of like, man, the, the friends that I, I made uh, pre-marriage and when I was single, now we're all kind of going through this season of life together. And it's been so fun. And I will tell you, um, when I lived in those other cities, the main way that I made a core group of friends was actually through church. Mm. <laughs> that, that was where I met like my core group of friends because I also prayed when I moved to those cities as a young single girl. I was like, God, I don't need a man to survive. Like I, I am fine being single, but I will not survive in this city without strong Christian women. Right. Like I need to have strong women. And I just feel like God really blessed those prayers. And now we're all turning out to be moms together, <laughs> which is great. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I honestly, I feel like you cannot walk this journey by yourself because like you said, when you go through breastfeeding, when you go through sleep training, you need those moms by your side. Those yes. are tough subjects to deal with. I've dealt with it and I'm sure you went through it. <laughs> yes. Oh my, I'll, t I'll tell you what, the best gift that I was given um, before we had peers was an, an, an online sleep training course from my friend whose baby um, is like eight months older than my son. And it's because she took that course and she's like, I know what's coming your way, girl. All the sleepless nights, mm -hmm. <laughs> like you're, you're going to find your mind is going to be in a different mental state. So this is what significantly helped me. That sleep training course meant so much to me because it gave me a plan to work through and it started working for us. And now I gift that to other moms because it's things where like, you Amazing. know, like, as, as a mom, what, what are things that you need? You need sleep and you need food, right? Yeah, like, oh my absolutely. gosh. <laughs> We're just, we're just trying to survive. So it's such a cool way to be able to try to give the gift of sleep to another new mom when you, it's like, you just cannot prepare for the sleepless nights. I love that. I love that idea of giving them sleep. You know, yes. I mean, <laughs> I know when I became, when I became a new mom, I read a lot and I also spoke to sleep trainers and which yeah. was really, really helpful. But I love that you got it as a gift. And now that you are giving back, <laughs> 
So in addition to that, I wanted to ask you, how do you find yourself supporting other moms? Moms who may not necessarily be in your community, do you find yourself supporting other moms outside of it? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, I think that even when it comes to moms that are outside of your community, um, there, there's a couple different like key things that can be done. So one thing is obviously social media is so powerful. Like I have actually learned so much from following mom influencers whose children are in a similar stage as peers. Mm. Um, when it comes to how do you, uh, how do you help them when they need to start eating around the age of six months. Like, how do you even do that? (laughs) Like all of these things. So I think that that's um, really important and crucial. The other thing that I found too, is that if there is a mom in need, even if you don't know her directly, people will connect you to that mom. And typically it's other moms. There's this amazing kind of like movement happening in South Dakota right now. There is a mom who during COVID and, you know, the, um, the fact that everybody's locked down, all of these moms are at home with kids trying to work while homeschooling and doing mm-hmm. all these things. And it was just, it's been a hard season for everybody. So she created this amazing Facebook group called Hot Mess Moms, which is so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hot mess mom is? That. That's me. <laughs> and then um, what she did is you filled out this short form about like, what's your favorite color, your favorite flower, your favorite snacks. And then she would match you up with an anonymous other mom. And they were almost like a secret Santa where they would come like drop, drop off like a little snack for you or some fresh flowers that just oh, to be your totally favorite. Sweet. Right, Sharon? It was just the coolest thing. And there are so many moms in our community, a part of it, just and lifting each other up. And a lot of times you don't even know who this other mom is that mm-hmm. you got matched up with, but you are blessing her in just really cool, creative, tangible ways. So that's been something really cool. And I am so grateful for the mom that started that in my community. She she started it just wanting to help other moms and it totally just exploded because moms are like, wow, first of all, like I want to help somebody else and what a cool community to be a part of. So it's that been really is, special. Yeah. I mean, that is definitely a really cool community. Many times mothers are working overnight. They're just really Mm. tired from doing their day job, taking care of their kids, homeschooling their children, cooking, cleaning, not sleeping that much, really. And I read an article of several months ago, moms should be making more than $100,000 because of all those things that they're doing at home. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. Like you probably have seen that meme of um, where it comes into the amount of minutes. Like if, if you choose to breastfeed, if you have the ability to breastfeed, the amount of minutes that the average mom does breastfeeding for the first year is the equivalent of a part-time job. Oh, so wow. it is so much. Yeah. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of work. (laughs) It is a lot of work. Yeah. And I'm so happy that you mentioned that group because it really does bless us a mom, you know, and just kind of lift your spirit up just for a little bit for that moment of time. That's just such a blessing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I mean, 2020 has been a crazy year. And so 
One thing that we could use more of is more love, mm-hmm. um, more peace, more unity, more encouragement. So, to that. and I mean, if we can do that for another mom who's going through just like a tough time, maybe she's not telling anybody about it, but it's consuming her thoughts or her emotions. I mean, wow, what a really beautiful, what a really beautiful thing you can bring into her world that day. Yeah. So, it's been really yeah. cool. And I mean, speaking about, you know, sometimes sometimes I know it's not easy connecting with other moms. And, and I love that this, this Facebook hot mess mom that you talked about just kind of like connect you with other moms based on what they chose to their question and answer. Yeah. But I always believe that we ought to be honest with each other as women. So in addition, I think affirmations are really important. How do you think we can build each other up? Yeah. That is such an awesome question. I agree 100%, Sharon, that affirmations are important. I am a huge, huge believer in affirmations. Um, And the reason why is because words are so powerful. Mm -hmm. They're so powerful. Like in the Bible, it says words are life or words words are death. Um, It's not what goes into your mouth that defiles you. It's what comes out of your mouth that defiles you. Like words are so important. So as women, as moms, we have to use our words wisely of what we say about ourselves or what we say about other moms. And I think it was like, uh, it was Mariah Carey and I'm going to probably get like the the numbers like jumbled up, but she has a quote where she said like, you know, I could get a million encouraging comments, but one negative comment is the only thing I remember, Mm. you know? So we need to become moms who have wise, powerful, encouraging words. I mean, a great example of that in my life is uh, my own mom is amazing. She lives in South Dakota and she actually watches our baby boy every Tuesday while I work. So he gets a day with Nana every Tuesday. It's such a blessing. That is a blessing. And Oh, it's, she's so great. And um, obviously like she's been the greatest example to me of being a mom But at the end of every Tuesday, when I'm ready to get pierced, as I'm getting into my car, her last words are, Sarah, you are a great mom. And like, I'm almost going to cry right now because it's like, (laughs) Sharon, like hearing that from my own mom, I'm like totally getting emotional. But like what simple words, you're a great mom, but look at how much it meant to me, you know, like, and how much it built my confidence. So think of what your words could do to build somebody else's confidence um, when it comes to being a mom. So we got we to use our words. <laughs> we do. We really, really have to use our words wisely. I mean, I, I can totally relate to that. I mean, even if somebody were to tell me, you are doing such a fantastic job and I see it in your daughter. And I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's one of the greatest compliments you could get. (laughs) It's true because, you know, moms are just always doing, doing, doing. I feel like sometimes we can be the Martha. Just keep going and going and going. And you need that kind of reminder because what you said was true about Mariah Carey. If one person just said one negative comment, you will remember it for the rest of your life. Yes. Yep. So the power exactly. of words is, is definitely in our tongue, just as the Bible says. Yes, for sure. And it, oh, yeah, it like it hits our soul, and it's what we will remember, good or bad. And I think you know another thing too that's so powerful with moms and how we can build each other up is to be really empathetic mm. to each other. 
Um, because sometimes it's like, uh, you know, once you're out of a season, you, uh, it's, it may be hard to relate to the person who's in the season behind you. Yeah. Um, but we, we, we can't let that happen. Like we need to remember what it's like to be a single girl. Yep. We need to remember what it's like to be an engaged mom or like, a, or, or I'm sorry, like an engaged woman. Like we have to remember those seasons. We can help others. There was a friend who really, oh man, she made such like a great impact on me, a specific day that I really needed it. And what happened is um, our baby boy Pierce, you know, even though we did this awesome sleep training, he went through a, the four month sleep regression mm-hmm. and Sharon, it was a bad regression. <laughs> oh my God. Like it lasted for seven plus weeks where he was waking up every 60 to 90 minutes. Oh Um, my goodness. And by that time I was back at work. So I, I thought I was going to lose it. (laughs) I like wasn't sleeping. I was not mentally, emotionally, spiritually in a good place. I mean, I, I was just about ready to, to, to lose it. So there was one day, um, I texted a group of mom friends, uh, in South Dakota who are incredible loyal friends. We all have babies around the same age. And I texted them. I was like, Hey, Hey ladies, did any of your kids go through the four month sleep regression? If so, how long does it take? I need to know there's a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> well, there was like, <laughs> there, there, there was one friend in that group where she knows me so well. She could even tell by that text almost like the tone I used in that text that something wasn't right. Yeah. So she called me immediately and I was sitting in the office at her home and I see like, see, she's calling me and I'm already like emotional because I'm not sleeping. Well, I pick up the phone and I answer. I'm like, hello. And she goes, are you okay, Sarah? And I start bawling my eyes out. Um, Cause you know how emotional you get like when you're not sleeping. Either. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> my eyes out. So, so first of all, she just like, let me cry to her, which I think I just had it bottled up. I need to let it out. Yeah. So she took the initiative to call me. I cried, I cried my eyes out, but then I, I asked her a question, Sharon, because it had been on my mind ever since the sleep regression happened. And I mm-hmm. told her, I was like, Hey, I'm having this thought and I don't know how bad this thought is. And I wouldn't say I wish for my old life back before Pierce. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I miss it. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I miss being able to sleep. <laughs> so, like some sometimes I miss not having a little baby attached to me twenty four seven. Like is that? Am I an awful mom? Is that so bad to think? And she told me she's like Sarah. You're not the only mom who's thought that. Exactly. I thought that probably a million times. You are normal. It's okay to think that. And it was like that moment where she made me realize, oh my gosh, like it, it's okay to have those thoughts. She was empathetic with me, Sharon. Mm-hmm. And that's what I needed at that time because she let me cry it out and she let me know, Sarah, you're normal. You're not a bad mom. It's okay to think those thoughts. You're going to get through it. <laughs> and it yep. meant everything to me during that time. <laughs> that is so true. I mean, that is, that, that's what you call a support. Yes. You know, um, and I agree totally being empathetic, even when you're out of that season, um, because it's so important. Yes. Oh, it, it is 100%. And to also know that like you, you are going to be able to talk to a friend who's not going to judge you 
Mm-hmm. Or to be like, you know, I mean, she could have been like, Sarah, do you know how many other moms have gone through the four months of sleep progression? Suck it up. You know, I would have been like, oh my gosh, this is so hard. But she didn't do that. You right. know, she was tender with me. She knew that I just needed somebody to cry to. And she made me realize that my thoughts were normal. <laughs> right. So, it really helped me. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, I I remember the times that my daughter went through sleep regression and I would be texting, you know, some of my really close mom friends and I'm like, is this ever going to end? <laughs> you know, and it's just great to have them by your side because you really, really need it. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you do. You totally. Yeah. Yeah, you, you go through times where you're like, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. But there is. There always is. You just have a hard time seeing it sometime when you're in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love, I love that we have that support. We need that support. We need to have those moms support. But um, what's the one thing you've seen ruin a friendship between moms or break apart a mom community? Yeah. Um, so th- th- this is the thing, Sharon. Every, every mom does a beautiful job at cultivating what is right for their children and their family. But what I've seen ruin a friendship is when they think that what they have cultivated cultivated for their family is what every single family should do. Mm-hmm. And then they belittle another mom for choosing something different. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I have seen that happen. It has actually happened personally to me because when I made the choice to be a working mom, because I love work, um, I wanted to go back to work. I had a, a specific friend at that time who was a stay-at-home mom and the day I went back to work, she like reached out to me and just had really sharp, <laughs> sharp things to say about how my choice wasn't right. I was neglecting my baby. Um, like all of these things that you should probably just, well, first of all, you should like never say it to a mom ever, but especially yeah. on her first day back of work when she's already like, super emotional. And so I was just like, oh my gosh, like what's going on? And so it made me realize like, wow, like every mom chooses what's best for their family. And then we have to love, encourage, and support other women for choosing whatever works best for their family. Whether you work, whether you stay at home, whether you breastfeed, whether you use formula, whether you homeschool, public school, private school, like whatever your choice is, love and um, lift up the other moms for making those choices. And don't belittle them because you think that you're choice is right. You know, it's not right for them. So (laughs) I agree with you a hundred percent. I mean, I've always, I've always said to my friends, you choose what's right for your family. Mm -hmm. This is what's right for my family. And this is what I do. (laughs) You know what I mean? And if you have to work, then you just have to work. If you can stay home, you stay home. If you choose to put your kids to sleep at a certain time, you do that. And yes, every family just has to respect that. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh my gosh. 100%. You know, um, I, so in, in my consulting company, I have a board of advisors. Mm-hmm. One of the things that one of my board of advisors told me as a piece of advice that I love, and I've actually taken this into motherhood, is he goes, Sarah, you need to know you are the CEO of your company. 
And me and the other board of advisors, we are going to give you a lot of tips, advice, and recommendations on what we think could work for you. But you as the CEO, you, your job is to decide what you implement and what you don't, don't implement based mm. off of your needs and based off of where you want the company to go. You're the only one who can make those decisions. Right. And I'm like, man, as moms, we are the CEO of the family and we're going to get advice from how many different ways, Sharon, you know, right. like, and every piece of advice conflicts, you know, some people are like co-sleep, don't co-sleep breastfeed, like, but, mm-hmm. but breastfeed it until they're a year or two. Like, I mean, everything, like everything conflicts. So it's like, as, as a, as a mom and as a CEO of the family, like you are going to absorb so much information and it's your job to decide what you're going to implement based off of your dreams, your vision, and where you want your family to go, basically. Amen so, to that. that. Woo! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. That's right. You are the CEO of the family and you decide. Yeah. <laughs> we set the tone for our family and mm. we have to take care of our family and we got to do what works for us and we have to do what's right um, yes. to each its own. Yes, exactly. Exactly. 100%. So yeah, if, if there, if there's one thing that could, could ruin a friendship or ruin a community, it, it's that. So man just says, moms do what's best for you and then love another mom for doing the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it could be that simple. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now it leads me to our last question. Is there anything else you would like to share with other gems of mothers out there? Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. So, um, man, I guess like the main thing that I just want to encourage women to do, and this is, this is specifically because of where we are right now in the world. Um, it's been a really, really tough season, Mm -hmm. lots of different factors. And a lot of people are just feeling like discouraged in their heart, in their mind, and in their spirit. So I just, I encourage you ladies that if you are, if you are just at a point where you're feeling down, um, you're being like consumed with different thoughts. You just really need some light in your life. I encourage you to ask for help if you need it. And the main reason is because, you know, people are not mind readers. And a Mm -hmm. lot of times people may not know you're hurting. They may not know you're struggling. They may not know you're going through a hard time if you don't say something. And if you don't ask for help, so if you are struggling right now for anything, I just encourage you to, to ask for help. <laughs> um, yeah. and, and I'll tell you too, just like personally, one time where this happened to me was when, when Pierce was a newborn and I had like, I mean, every mom has like raging hormones after, after giving birth. <laughs> I had tell no idea it. what was coming my way. Like the night sweats. I mean, I was like, I had no clue. <laughs> so anyways, I've like never experienced anything like, like this in my life. And plus on top of that, you're not sleeping and you're trying to breastfeed. So it was just more taxing on me than I thought it would be. Um, well, I had, I had a girlfriend um, reach out to me one day to ask like, Hey, Sarah, um, I'm, ch- I'm checking in. How are you doing? How's little Pierce? Sharon, there was definitely a part of me that just wanted to be like, we're great. I love everything about being a mom. This is amazing. Because was that true? Like, yeah, like I love being a mom. But was that totally true? No. Like (laughs) I was really, really struggling. And so a a part of me was like, man, I want to come off across as like, I can handle this. Mm -hmm. I got this, like all good. But I was like, 
dang, I really need help. So I, I texted her back and I was like, hey girl, today is actually a really, really hard day. Like I haven't been sleeping. I don't know what's going on with my like emotions right now, or, like my hormones, but I'm just like not, I don't think I'm in a healthy place right now. <laughs> like, what's going on? So I, I was kind of like, I, I don't know what's happening. I think I could really use some help. And I, I, I felt like I was bothering her, but I'm like, I'm in a bad place. I'm asking for help. So I said that her response is I'm coming over in one hour and I'm going to hold your baby while you take a nap, mama. You need sleep. She showed up at my house an hour later, Sharon. She had a large pizza in one hand, like handed the pizza to me, grabbed the baby, points to our bedroom. And she goes, go down there and sleep. I have everything handled. And I will never forget that moment because I'm like, oh my gosh, first of all, true friendship, right? Yeah. We've been talking about friendship and community. And this woman showed up in my life when I so desperately needed someone, but it's because I asked for help. If I would have told her I'm doing great, she would have been like, okay, sounds awesome. She didn't, she wouldn't have known if I didn't say something. So I encourage you ladies say something if you need it. I love that. Thank you so much. That's That was some really great gem nugget. Really, we need to ask for help when we need it. Thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on the show. I'm so appreciative of you just sharing all the different um, nuggets with us. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I tell you what, this has been such an honor. Um, I'm so grateful that you asked and I'm excited to listen to more of this podcast and watch it grow. You're doing a great thing, Sharon. So you are doing a fantastic job, Sarah. You are an (laughs) awesome mom. Oh, you are an awesome mom. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, Sharon. Before I share our wonderful partnership, head on over to make a review if you enjoyed the show. Most of you know I have a bilingual daughter. So if you're interested in exposing your children to Spanish as a second language, head over to Cuckoo's Playhouse. They are live streaming their music and movement classes in Spanish for babies, toddlers, and preschoolers every day from Monday through Saturday. These classes are fun, interactive and educational and they are offering our gems a 40% discount in their first class. Just apply the code GEMS40 during sign up. Now I hope you enjoyed this episode of Gems of Motherhood podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more amazing Gems of Mothers and more resources, head over to gemsofmotherhood.com where you can subscribe to the show. That's where you'll find show notes with actionable tips and any links mentioned by our guests. Most importantly, I hope you will find inspiration and learn to cultivate your own journey. You are loved. You're an incredible gem to God. He knows you intimately. He knows what you're going through and he knows what you need. Remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made in him. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.